Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, what's up? My name is Sean. Not giving y'all my last name, but um, welcome to my show, man. It's called Just My Take, and I'm officially introducing myself, man. Um, it's my, the very first episode of my podcast. We're trying something new. I'm a one-man show, and I'm new to this, so you got to bear with me. But um, we're going to get right into it. I'm going to introduce myself. We're going to get down to the list of what we're going to be talking about. Everything and everything. Mostly this show gonna be this first episode will be like about me. This is something all it's gonna be all about me. Uh and then later down the line we'll have hosts and guests. We can talk about everything and anything. So but I'm introduce myself. My name is Sean. I'm the host of this show. It's called Just My Take. And I'll tell you a little about myself. Um regular guy. I work. <laughs> um I'm just I'm just trying out this passion of mine. Um been wanting to do this for a very, very long time and I'm just trying to get in the media and talk about everything, sports, daily stuff that's going on in the world. Um and um that's really it. Um we wanna talk about let's get right into what I do. Uh I coach a little league team. I am wait, let me start back. Okay. I want to start. Let's start right here with I am 23 years old. 23. Um, Capricorn. My birthday is January 6. Yeah. So whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, January 6. And um, this and today's show will be about, like I said, literally me. Just everything I like to do. What's about me. So, we're going to talk about some sports, everything. But speaking of sports, I am a coach. I am a defensive coach for a little team, little league team. And I want to talk about that, what made me want to do that. And you know what I mean? So, being a little league, um, being a little league head coach, man, um, it's, it's, it's competitive and it's, it's challenging. It has its things. It has its moments on. It's like those are my kids, man. I love those little little dudes. Um, they test me. They test my patience, and um, they. I, I always wanted to coach football. I love football. I like coaching, so just trying out um, coaching. And um, it's little league, so like I said, it's still challenging. But I I live for the challenge, you know. Uh, coaching, I always say, like when people, I ask people, like coaching, getting up. Coaching is like the gym. You know, the hardest part is getting up and going to the practice. <laughs> but once I'm there, I'm I'm so happy I went. I'm glad I went. But uh yeah, man. It's a long season. We're 0-3 right now. I should have kept that to myself, but I'm be funky, keep <laughs> it real. Uh, but um yeah, we got a long way to go. And we're working one day and one game at a time. Um I've been coaching for a little bit two months now. And again, like I love every minute of it, though I do. I have no regrets. It's, I'm I, I'm literally experiencing everything I want to experience in my life right now, um, hobby-wise, just everything. You know, just keep working towards. I don't have everything I want, but I'm working towards everything. So, um, and I want to talk. Speaking of that, I want to talk about being grateful, you know, for what we have and knowing what we. And especially in this generation, we always feel like we need to be doing more. We need to be. Where we should, like we need to be further than where we are, and honestly, 
my take again this is just my point of view on it but i i try not to get it's i'm not gonna say i don't get stressed out but i try not to get stressed out about where i'm at and like yeah we can always be a little bit further we can always do a little bit more we all have a little bit of procrastination in us but when you trust in the universe you're you are exactly where you need to be let's just start off with that i think i think we can only control what we can control and that's the problem. We don't control what we can control. So if we can start by controlling what we can control and worry about what we need to worry about and doing our part, the rest, the rest will work itself out. And um, that's a little bit of a culture philosophy also, but that's, it, it fits for life also, man, honestly. Um, I think we just take away a lot of the stupid stuff that's not important or that won't matter in a couple of years. And we just focus on what matters, health hobbies, money, business, um, family, stuff like that. And just being grateful for everything we have right now because it's on purpose. We have what we need right now, and that's life. So enough of the serious stuff. Let's get to the sports, man. Um, I'm a big sports dude, so if you're not a big sports person, you're listening to this, get on the ride because I'm going to talk some sports. We're going to talk business too and life, but... We're going to talk sports, definitely. So let's talk about the NFL. Uh, the big shocker going on right now in the NFL is, um, well, to me, is the Eagles. And the Eagles are, like, a really good shocker team right now. They're, like, really good. Like, um, Super Bowl contenders are good. And I don't know where it came from, but I think, honestly, from a fan's point of view, um, I think it took time, Hurts and Sirianni. I think it took a lot of time. And, you know, Philly, we got, even on this basketball side, we don't have patience for anything. I don't I don't have patience for anything. So I'm not an Eagles fan, but we're going to get to that. Um, but no, um, the Eagles look really good, like unpredictable good. You don't know what they're going to do. I think they're using all of their assets the right way. Hurts is a scrambling quarterback. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott in the back well, game, game well, game well in the back. They use all the aspects, like literally. AJ Brown, Devontae, they use them all correctly. The secondary, the front seven is really, really like, you know what I mean? Only only people that can stop them is themselves. Injuries and you know, God forbid, stuff like that. But the sky's the limit for the Eagles, seriously. As long as they don't get big headed, they're they're gonna be in the way in the off in the um, playoffs. They're definitely gonna be in the way. And another shocker team, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, um, they've been pissing me off lately as a Patriot fan, but we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But the Dolphins have been looking really, really good. Unfortunately, it's the Alabama quarterbacks, Hurts and, and Tua. Um, and they in their first head, um, their first year head coach, um, McDaniel's. He looks good. He looks. He has those guys playing. He get those guys to play. Um, that's obvious, but. They look good. Tua, the comeback against Baltimore, the six touchdowns, the two picks. Jalen Hurts and I mean, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Waddle, and Tyreek Hill, both over 100 yards receiving. It's it's really mad and like uh, what they, what they got those guys doing. But um, that's my dream matchup. I would like to see an Eagles and Dolphins game. That would be that would be front and center in front of the TV. Sometimes. Going to the game is always a good experience, but sometimes going, staying home watching the game is the best seat in the house. But I really feel like that would be a great game to watch, really great game to watch. Like, 
because they complement each other. They do. They're, they're similar. They're really similar. They feed off their quarterback, their run game, the defense. They live off that. So that would be a good game to watch, definitely. Now, let's talk about me being a Patriot fan. I've been a Patriot fan since 07. My first ever game was Patriots and Giants Super Bowl. The first ever football game I ever watched in my entire life. It was a Patriot gloss. 18-1. I know, amazing, right? But um, I never got off the... the um, I never got out the car since. I've been in the Patriots car for a long, 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 long time. And I'm not going to get out the car. I'm going to die a Patriots fan. Uh, I don't care what happens or what anybody say. Um, but now, past the Brady and the six championships, where we're at now, we're not going to talk about the past. Where we're at right now. It's not looking too good. Let's just sum it up. It's not looking too good. Um... We're not that good. We're one and two. Mac Jones is injured. That's all about Mac Jones. Like that's a that's big shoes to fill. Like coming after Brady, like six championships, the 07 season is itself. First of all, Tom Brady itself. That name alone is big shoes. Like that's just the resume is ridiculous. Six Super Bowls. I want to say he has four or three league MVPs. I'm not even sure. Three. Maybe four Super MVPs. I'm not. I'm not sure. I used to be on top of that stuff. Um, I'm not sure, but he's he, Tom Brady is in the, in the lead by himself. He's it's just the 50 touchdown season. Um, I watched the man throw 39 39 touchdowns in one year. Four only four interceptions. Four interceptions in one year. He won MVP that year. Quarterbacks throw four picks in a game. He threw it in one year. So, like, like that's um, a lot of big shoes to fill. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Especially him, him embracing the Patriot way. But we, we feel like Mac Jones can can carry that load. We feel like um, not that kind of, not the <laughs> six Super Bowl load, but the Patriot way load. Uh, he's going to he's gonna have to come through. He's, he doesn't have a choice. He really does have a choice. Um, yeah, he's going to have to come through. But my intake, my input, sorry. On this team, my Pats, man. It starts with Bill Belichick, believe it or not. As much of a legend, he's he he is. Bill, man, he's um. I think the game left him. Um, I think his 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 specialty has always been always have been defense, but I, I don't know what he's doing on offense. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, like, are you kidding me? Like, are you, are you serious? Um, two offensive coordinators. I have never seen that happen. I've only been on this earth 23 years. But if anybody has seen that in the past, before I was born, before my time, whatever, let me know. But I have never heard nothing like that in my life. Two offensive coordinators. I have never, never, ever heard nothing like that in my entire life. But anyway, that's another topic that it really bothers me. And I don't I don't I don't think he I don't think he has the player's attention. I don't think he had his voice is there, but I don't think they're buying in to the two to the offense at least. The defense looks pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. With Jabril Peppers, McCourney, Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, front seven, Baltimore, Lawrence Guy, Jaquan Bentley. Those guys, they look great. Jalen Mills. I'm not a fan of Jalen Mills, I'm not gonna lie. I don't see what he like, not at cornerback. Now probably at safety, but I don't I don't see him as a corner. Like he doesn't shut down, he's what does he do? He's not even a good zone corner. Like I don't, I don't get what he, what he does. I don't, I don't know what he does. 
maybe a safety. He floats around the backfield, double teams. He can help double team it, but honestly, I don't really see a place for Jalen Mills. But other than that, the defense, I don't... The defense is fine, but again, like... It, it really bothers me. And speaking of Devin McCourtney, every time I look at the screen, Devin McCourney's chasing somebody. Like, he's always getting beat. Why is he here? Like, why is he on the team still? We have enough safeties for him. Miles Bryant, Jabril Peppers, Kyle Ducker, Adrian Phillips. Why is Devin McCourney still on the team? What, for the voice, the leadership? No, we, 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 we'll be fine. We can build another leader. We can build another leader. We'll be fine. Jaquan Bentley can be a voice. You know, we'll be fine. That's why we cut Dante Hightower. He's getting beat. He was too slow. We're trying to get fast in the secondary. And we can't get fast in the secondary with Devin Courtney in the secondary. <sighs> this is going to be a long season for us. It really, really is. We got a long way to go. We do. We play. We, the Baltimore game was... I don't even know what the... What the I don't know about that, man. That was a... I didn't catch all of that game. But... You see, I have. I'm not saying anything, so I don't have anything to say about that. Like, yeah. These guys really. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I really can't call it anymore. What we do on offense? Kendrick Bourne isn't starting. I don't know. I really can't call it, man. They, they really stress me out. It's gonna be a long year. It's gonna be a really, really long year, man. But I wonder what the future holds when Belichick leaves. I really do. I really, really do. I, I really, I kind of, I, I really, I, believe it or not, I wish we had still, I, I still wish we had Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll say that much. I wish we did. It might sound crazy, but I wish we had Jimmy Garoppolo. Mac is fine, but he's not, he's still growing, but we're trying to win now. You know what I mean? Like we can, like, we have this patience. And like, again, I don't have patience for that. I just don't have patience for that. But it's going to take a lot of time. I think we need to base it on defense. The defense need to be stellar and the offense need to just be fine. You know what I mean? Running game, eye, eye formation set. Um, Really, really it. That's really it. Like, that's the only thing I can really say about that. I mean, what we did in 2018, what we did with Brady, the first three, first Super Bowl, you know, just a team. He's a team manager. Just don't make mistakes. Don't throw picks. Give us one or two touchdowns a game. You throw one or two touchdowns a game. The running backs will give you two touchdowns a game. Defense will compliment. We'll do that. I have some other news being from Philly. I'm a Celtic fan. And um, I've been a Celtic fan forever. Another thing about that, the, the irony in this, uh, my first Celtic game, was the 2010 loss, finals loss to Kobe. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is with that, with me losing, catching these first, these games being losses, but, um, and I've been a fan since she was that year um, on the team. I can't remember who was on that team, but besides the big three, but yeah, man, that was my first loss, and I've been riding since, man. I've riding since. And I'm going to talk about Boston. I'm going to dig a little deep, so bear with me. I live through from that final loss till today. From the battles against Miami, getting kicked out almost every year by Miami, and they winning championships. We could have played OKC that that year when they beat OKC. 
it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to go over. Um, I watched Ray leave to go to Miami. I still don't really feel reality to this day over that, but I'm trying to let that go. But um, I watched the rebuild when we traded Garnett and Pierce to the Nets for our picks for the picks we have now, Tatum and Brown. The, what those picks turned into, smart. And we went to the finals last year, but that's down a little bit. Um, I watched Doc get fired. I watched us play with Rondo and Jared Wallace and Chris Humphreys. So don't tell me I don't deserve a championship. I we deserve. I yeah. I I I have time to vent. I can vent. I can talk. I can say what I'm saying right now. I have room to say this. But I deserve a championship. I've seen enough Patriot championships. I've seen enough of that. I've seen enough. I need a Celtics championship. I do. I watched the Brad Stevens Stevens thing. Brad Stevens was okay. My favorite year was when we battled out in 2018 with the young Tatum when we battled out with the Sixers and Marcus Morris on the team. And that was a great year. I thought we were going to do it. We lost to Braun in game seven. I really thought we were going to go to finals that year. We were a good team that year. We really were. But uh, the league, I mean, the universe had different plans for Braun. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, it was. I was happy to see Brad Stevens go, believe it or not. Cause that was after that. That was like his last good year. Um, we were just getting by, even with the Kyrie thing. That was hell. But um, I was happy to see him go, and I just I, I was waiting for it to go. I, I knew that's what we needed, and we kept having Robert Williams come off the bench. I I, I didn't understand that. I mean, I didn't really see. We, it was, we were just feeding the. We was playing one on one basketball, and feeding it through Jalen Brown Tatum. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, no, you pass it. I'm passing. Okay, no, you go. It's your turn. Okay. And everybody's standing around watching one-on-one basketball. And that was devastating to watch. Like, that was just terrible to watch. So, when we fired Brad right after we lost, I was like, okay, well, who's the head coach? And then the no, the, the, the fact that Brad got fired and he got, a, he got an upper job, like, he basically got a raise from doing so bad as coaching, as a coach, and then they get a raise as the GM. It was like mind-boggling. Like it's like I don't even understand like how you were able to do that. But he's been he's oh he's an okay GM, believe it or not. The first move he made was Kimball Walker for Al Holford and a couple picks and cash conversation was a good. That was good. That was that was good. Cause look what Al Holford turned into. The big key to why we even went far in the playoffs. Um, but I I was I was happy with that getting rid of Kimball Kimball's oh gosh, but. Naming Marcus Smart the starting point guard and hiring Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka. Um, hiring Ime Udoka was a big move. I I love coaching, obviously, so I followed that coaching tree. I already knew who Ime Udoka was, where he came from. So I was kind of stoked for that. I'm not going to lie. And knowing that he had the chemistry with Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant, and, J- and Jason Tatum already, Marcus Smart and Team USA, when Greg was and Greg Popovich was there, I was really cool with that. I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay. We might be on to something. I didn't call championship, but I'm like, we might be on to something. They got me back in the, they got me back watching front and center on TV now. So but that last year we started off rocky. We started off so rocky, like so so rocky. And I guess we were just I guess we're just patience and trying to work things out, but 
Uh, we I'll never forget the next game. January 6th, my birthday, I watched it. I remember that I remember that night, what I was doing and everything, what I had on. I remember it. I just remember everything that night. The buzzer beater by Jared, um, RJ Barrett. And that's when everything just turned. I, I remember that night, and then I blinked, and we were going to the finals. We, we beat two games. We had two game sevens. We had, a, we had a crazy playoff run. We really, really did. We went 28-7 and seven after that. It was just amazing after that run. That run was crazy. Emay really, I was really bought in. I'm not going to lie to Emay. I was really bought in. Even our assistant, Will Hardy, I was bought in. And I was really in. But, um, yeah. That didn't, uh, we went to the finals. <laughs> but, I, I honestly, can I, I'm going to keep it funky. I'm, can I keep it funky? I thought we were going to win the final. I thought we were going to beat Golden State. I did. I really, I wholeheartedly felt like we were going to beat the Warriors. I really did. Here's why. I feel like I, I rolled to the finals was enough. Like, that was enough adversity. Like, we, we surpassed all that. We beat Giannis in seven. Yes, we was out Chris Middleton, but we beat him. And it was hard as hell to do. Then we, then right after that, we went, we went to seven with Miami. Really, we really shouldn't have went to seven with Miami. Really, really shouldn't have, but we, we did. So whatever. We won. We went to the finals. I was just so happy to see that to play Warriors and you know Clay. I'm like, we're gonna beat the Warriors. We're not scared of nobody. We're gonna beat the Warriors. We're gonna beat them. Not scared of them. We're gonna beat them. So I was fine with that. We won game one. I was like, I see, I told <laughs> I was high on my I see. I told I told y'all I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I, I called it. I'm like, we're going to we're going to win the championship. I don't care what anybody say, we're going to win the championship. And then uh things turned. Um Steph got hot, Clay got hot, Draymond was a distraction. And we just we just I think the inexperience showed in the players, not E he may have been there. In loss, been there, won. Then, then I think the players can take it a little bit here. But I think if we go back, we'll win. Put it that way. I think if we go back, we'll win. Are we going back this year? I don't know. I gotta see this new guy, Joe Mazzulla, whatever his name is. I gotta see him. I gotta see him. Right after the All-Star break. I'll answer that question after the All-Star break, because I'm not gonna answer it a couple months into the season. Cause he may didn't start off that good last year. So after the All-Star break, the playoffs start. Could we proud of ourselves on defense? I need to see how we're playing. I answer that question back later back then. I mean later. So but I'm as again with the Celtics, I'm gonna be a fan forever. I'm gonna be a fan. I'm riding with these guys. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Very, 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 very frustrating. But I'm riding with them. Now the scandal with the whole suspension of Ime and man oh man. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it business. I, I'm not going to touch on nothing personal. I don't know too much personal. But I will say one thing personal after I say the business side. The business side, bro, it's a, it's a business. It's a place of business. It's a profession. You worked so hard to become a head coach in the league, and then you let it mess up because of a woman. Like a piece of you-know-what. And I, I can see if you were single. I can see if you were single. I can see if you were single. But... You were married, engaged, engaged. And then not only were you engaged, who you were engaged to, are you kidding me? Not me 
men would die for that spot? Are you joking? Come on, Ime. You're killing me, pimp. You're killing me. I'm still a fan business. Like, I'm just, a, I'm still a fan. You know, I'm not. Who am I to not be a fan? Because what you did personally, if, if it, it didn't have nothing to do with anything like racism or sexual, you know, like child predatorness or um, God forbid, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or molestation or raping anything of that nature. Cool. You know, you okay. All right. Honestly, now I'm touching the personal side of it. He may being a man, like honestly, he just being a man, and you, you just showed that he's a man first, and he's a human. That's all he really showed. Uh, Self control and discipline should kick in. You know, you're married. I'm not condoning it, but it's a god thing. You gotta kind of be a man to understand. Um, again, I'm not condoning what he did, but <sighs> yeah. And then somebody that is like a. Um, a top dog in the organization wife so yeah that's that ship is sell that's not coming back around i don't i'll be shocked if he's a self-decade coach next year now on the fan side to switch back to being a fan talking again do i want him to come back absolutely absolutely i think that's why they suspend them i think they're keeping the business light because okay we, if joe stinks it up this year we don't go back to the finals or nothing or win it or even come close all right ah that your suspension over, he may come back. But if Joe take us back and Joe is just the second coming of it and he's damn near close or he wins it, bye, he may. You know what I mean? Bye, he may. I think that's the plan. I think that's the plan. So I'm anxious to see. I'm actually kind of, I'm, I'm stuck between getting the season over with to see what they're going to do with Ime. Then I'm stuck between getting the season started so we can see what we look like. But we'll see. It's all, it's all a waiting game. A waiting, waiting, waiting game. What I expect for this NBA season, though, uh, I, I want to see the Lakers. Um, Darvin Ham, I want to see. I want to see that. I'm not gonna lie. He reminds me of Ime. God, I used to play. Wasn't that good, but a dog comes from a system oriented, oriented. So I'm, I want to see that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, see if he can get his guys to play. I want to see how Russ is going to if is Russ going to even beat Russ again. Is Pat Bev going to manage with those guys? I want to see AD. Can AD give you a whole season or at least it's eighty two? Can you at least give me 60, 70? I can I can see you miss fifteen. You know, miss fifteen games, twenty games. Cool, 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 cool. Brian to break the record. I'm looking forward to that. What the, what my Celtics would do. Who will be the MVP? Luca, Joker again. MB. MB was really, 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 really close last year. Like really, really close. Um, I want to see can he bounce back on that? Can Harden be hard? You know what I mean? Can he? You know what I'm saying? PJ Tucker can Doc. I don't think the Sixers will win the championship because Doc Rivers is their head coach. I said what I said. Doc is a cancer. Doc. He. I, I think he won the championship that year because of the big three. I think those guys were a lot for Kobe and the Lakers to deal with that year. The fight, the endless fighting that they had. Um, but him as a coach, he's not a bad head coach, but he's a guy to get by. He's not a bad head coach, though. He's not. He's just just a guy that is a coach, a good coach. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a legend. He's not nobody that is a guru, a genius. You know what I mean? Compared to a Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich, Larry Brown. 
I think Doc Rivers is equivalent to Embarrow Me. It's going to get a little quiet while I think. He's equivalent to... Tom Thibodeau. But I actually think Tom Thibodeau was a better coach. He's just a guy. I don't think he. Ah, I don't know. Because I think Tom Thibodeau with the right guys can win a championship. He's a very good coach. But Thibodeau just gets by. Even with Derrick Rose and Boozer and Noah back then. You know what I mean? He, he just gets by. So I don't know. But he's equivalent to that. He's just somebody that's just. And I think, again, I think Thibodeau is a better coach than Doc. So. Can't even count. Can't even quote me on that. Like I'm not sure. Um, who else I'm excited to see? And will like Tatum be an MVP candidate? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm anxious about that. And I'm anxious about that. I want to see that. And is Tatum? Is Jalen Brown better than Tatum? I think Tatum is a fan favorite. He's very popular. But if you really pay attention. Jalen Brown, like, that's the whole crazy thing about it. I think Jalen Brown's a better player than him. Seriously. Like, seriously. Like, I think he's a better player than him. Oh, like, really. But it's just an unpopular opinion. It's not going to be respected. Uh, but I'm going to stand on it. Uh, but I think Jalen Brown's a better player. Let's talk about these past games, though. This past weekend. Start off with the Dolphins and Bills. It was a good game. Dolphins only lost. I mean, Bills only lost by two. They missed a two-point conversion. That came back and bit them. Then, then they had a receiver that didn't get out of bounds. They had to hurry up and line up. They didn't line up quick enough. And that goes back. Now I'm going to try. And, now I'm going to sound like a coach. I'm going to talk from a coach perspective and the fans' perspective. Like, sit on the couch watching this perspective. So I'm going to start off with the coaching perspective. You got to take advantage of your opportunities, meaning go. For, you got to get that two point conversion or you got to make sure you put you don't put yourself in situations where you don't you don't that won't come back to bite you. You know what I mean, um, situational football is very, very, very key, very key. You got to know the situation. You got to know the best opportunity. You got to be quick on your feet. Very, very quick. And I don't think they were ready for that. Honestly, I think the Dolphins pulled out really sneaky. I don't think it'll happen again. I think the Dolphins and Bills will split the division. I think Bills will get them next time around. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And that was a bad throw in that two-point. You know, that, that, that pass was there. Um, now, on the fans, like, on the sitting on the couch perspective, fan perspective, um, that just was a good game. It just was a good game. Um, that's what both teams needed to compete, um, to, to gain each other, you know, get better with each other. Um but you gotta, um, you can't, you gotta, I think the Bills, they gotta learn to run the ball. They don't run the ball, but they get away with it. But I, I honestly think, like, their defense is fine, but they have to get a running game because you won't win a championship without one. You have a defense, defense wins championships. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. Like, come on, I'm not gonna trip, but. They need a running game. Like even if Singletary is obviously not cutting it, you even if you have to get a even if they make a trade for a running back or something, you need a running game, man. So you can open your offense so much more, so 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 much more, like really so much more. And honestly, Gabriel Davis last year opened himself up late in the year, but with the passing attack, okay, as a coach, 
if I'm playing it against the Bills, I know I'm not. I have no NFL experience, but just from watching and, and what I saw, you take you double team Stefan and you put your second best corner on Stefan and put your best safety on over top to guard Stefan. Then you put your best corner on um, on the other receivers, Gabriel Davis, and that's it. You make them run. You put a spy off on on Josh Allen when he wants to scramble. I know easier said than done, but that's the offense. They don't have a running game. Like the thing about it, you want to force them to run the game, run the ball, force the Bills to run the ball, and watch what happen. And take away and make Dawson Knox beat you. And good luck with that. Good luck with that. He, he's not going to. He probably score once. Score once. They get to the goal line. Maybe they're running running backs. Good luck with that. You take Stephon out the game. You know now Gabriel Davis is a is a, is a bigger. He's a, he's a problem now, so you have to guard him. But your best corner on Gabriel Davis, that might not work now. You know what I mean? Because now coming into the new, to the new year, last year that would have worked. That's what I was saying. But this year, he's more bad. He's better. He's developed. You know what I mean, he's a he's a legit problem now. So you got to be careful playing against those guys. But you want to like forcing them on the ball. That's what I would do. Take them out of the comfort zone. Take away what they like to do best. Stefan Diggs and throw the ball. Okay, we're doubling Stefan. We're doubling 14. And I'm, I'm shutting Gabriel Davis down. You got to, you got your slot got to beat me in your tight end, which can be done. That can be done. But with a, with a cornerback, you know what I mean? Or the safety, if you, you, you <laughs> your cornerback has to be really, 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 really good on Gabriel Davis. Like that's one on one all day. Now, you still, now, if you have two safeties in the backfield, you have the one safety that can come down and double-team either Gabriel or that third slot receiver. You know what I mean? You know, so, I don't know. That's, that's a little bit mental. Uh, <laughs> that's something I just drew up in my head, but it's, like I said, easier said than done. Not not that easy to do, but it should. It, I think that's how you beat the Bills. But that was a good game. That was a good game, but... Let's talk about a game that pissed me off a little bit. Um, Niners and Broncos. Oh, my gosh. Whoever did the under on that and better than FanDuel, they want some bread because that game was horrible. That game only did 21 points. And I don't know, like, what's wrong with the Broncos? Okay, granted, you didn't, Russ didn't play the whole preseason, so if you really technically think about it, this is the third game with his team. Okay, got it, cool, great. Jimmy G, you got to put up more points than that. You got to put up more points than that. And I don't know what's funny at the end of the game that you lost, that you should have won. Ah, and they only had 11 points. I don't get, you kick a field goal, you win that game. I don't I don't get what's funny. I, I really don't understand what's funny. Um, The Broncos, back to the Broncos side, like, what's the problem? You got Russ and you keep sticking in these eye formations with these corny play actions and these. What's the problem? Javante Williams is your start running back. It's no confusion. Run a two running back set. Yes, have a fullback, but you have two running backs like Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. They exchange. They come in for each other back and forth. Back. You have two guys to plan for with that. Those guys are problems. Melvin Gordon is not a bad running back. Use him. He can catch out the backfield. Use him. What are we talking about? Yes, he scored, but you can you can do way more than that. Once he scored, now Javante Williams has to score. You have that kind of ability. And then you can get two passing touchdowns from Russ. 
What, what, what's the problem? I think it's the head coach. I think it's the head coach. Inexperience. And even week one playing Seattle, you got to you gotta go for that fourth and five. They kick a 65-yard field goal. Are you kidding me? You got to let Gress cook. You got to put the ball in his hand and spread him out. More shotgun. More shotgun. Get the ball out quick. What are we talking about? What's, what's so hard? This is equivalent to Marshawn running the, running the one-yard line against the pads in the bowl. What are we talking about? You let Russ throw the ball at the one-yard line on the pick play? Like, are we serious? What are we talking about? So, I know. I have no NFL experiences. Uh, who am I? I know. But just outside looking in, in being in between those lines, come on. Like, what are we doing? You're making it harder than what it already is. It's already hard. Prep. Write this stuff down. Write a philosophy. What do you stand on? What do, what's, your, what's your standard of, of performance? What, what, do you, what do you live on? What do you stand by? What do you die behind on your team? What are we talking about? Bill Belichick's philosophy. Do your job. We won't beat ourselves. We won't be out. We won't be out hit. Everybody know their assignments. What are we talking about? I don't think he. I don't think the Broncos have an identity, and when they find one, and the coach get a little bit more comfortable and stop making this job so hard, it's going to be pretty scary. It's going to be pretty scary. It's scary. They have a front seven. I think they defense need to be front seven base, meaning pressure, 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 pressure. Bluff a little bit once in a while, drop back, you know, have quarterback seeing ghost, you know, reading the defense wrong. But I think he's coming out in one set. And that's his set. Like, he's not switching anything up. I have to watch a little bit more. But I think if he gets switching up a little bit on defense, one safety in the backfield. Two, man coverages. Cover three. You know, mix it up. Mix it up. Mix it up. Like, you're killing me. Anyway, enough of that. Niners have to correct their mistakes. And I think they should ride Jimmy G out until he retires. Trey Lance says, I don't, I don't, even if he come back, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Sorry. I just don't. I just don't. I don't see it. Two more topics and I'm out y'all here. No, three more than I'm out y'all here. Sorry, been damn near 40 minutes running my mouth. Cowboys and Giants game was a good game. That was a good game. That was a real good game. Cooper Rush, man. Not right now. All right, man. Hey, Dak. We got we got got some to look after, pimp. He makes I think I like Cooper Rush over Dak. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm running the show there, man, it's hard because you're paying Dak the brink truck, the brink's truck. But man, Cooper Rush looks composed. He looks under control. He looks comfortable, relaxed. He knows. He looks like he knows what he's doing. I I don't. I can't call it, man. Cooper Rush looks really good. Tony Pollard looked good. Looked better than Zeke. Zeke's in trouble. This is la- this is his last year to prove it. And Zeke's gonna be on another team if you know if he keeps messing up. But man, Cooper Rush looks good. And you know that's right up um, Jerry Jones, um, Ollie, that skin quarterback. If you know what I mean, he's not too fond of Dak any damn way. That's up his alley. He always been a fan favorite even since Troy Aikman. Then he he was in love with Romo. So if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But Cooper Rush looks good. He's really putting Dak, 
he's giving Dak a lot of gas. He's giving Dak a lot to think about. That whole coaching staff to think about. Um, they're winning too. Like that's the, they're winning. Um, the Giants, Brian Dayball, he's getting those guys to play. He's getting those guys to play, man. They're two and zero, two and one right now, but they, I don't know. McKinney, the safety, he's he's the anchor back there, man. And I watch him play; he's pretty good. Man. He's a, he's a hawk. He's a hawk. He's somebody you gotta watch out for. He's a good, good, good safety, man. Right out of Alabama, also. He's getting those guys to play, man. He really, really is. He's from Buffalo, also, but last year, but Brian Dable, man, I think he's getting those guys to buy in. They're believing. And I think Daniel Jones might have to go. Might have to go. But I think Daniel Jones is under center. Eye formation sometimes. Maybe just Saquon in the back. But he's what I said. Mac Jones should be. Jimmy G. Team manager. Just, hey, don't turn the ball over. Don't turn the ball. Don't make dumb throws. Don't force anything. And throw. we just need you to throw one touchdown a game. Saquon got the rest. And the defense got the rest. Hopefully a fumble. Special teams. Return something. Turnover on downs, get us in good foot position. Now we run in Saquon. You know what I mean? That's the best bet. Uh, they're not. They don't. They don't have Dame Jones to throw three touchdowns and win the game and final drive and be Brady. No, that's not what they. That's not what he's there for. But he might have to go. He might have to go because he didn't look too good against Dallas. He had a couple good throws, but he didn't look too good against Dallas. I think they're if if the Brian Dable and the Giants are going where I think they're going. I think we're looking at something really big here. Really, really big. Really, really, really big, man. I think he get those guys to keep buying in. It's a wrap. Really, it's a wrap. Uh, I'm not a Giants fan for obvious reasons. Um, two Super Bowl losses. I will never be a Giants fan. But if, if they're playing good, I like their style, I'll respect them. But yeah, I have like... No, I have never. But I also hate seeing bad football. That's what the Giants have been displaying for a decade, damn near. So I'm really tired of seeing that. So that's all I said. I respect Brian Dayball and what they're doing and with the, how he got how he has those guys playing. Man, you gotta respect that. That's that's big. That's really big. And uh, coming from his background, I respect that. So. Uh, one more, one more sports thing though. I have a, a, a unpopular. I have a unpopular take. Two. I have three for boxing, NBA, and NFL. My NFL unpopular take. Whether you agree or not, Brady's not coming back next year. I said what I said. This is Brady's last year. He has a lot going on. He's forty-five. As a quote unquote, he says a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah, I think he literally has nothing else to prove. But a eighth championship, I think it's over. This is the last we're seeing of Brady, so enjoy it. Watch every little minute you can. If you care like that, I care like that. So I'll be watching because he's not coming back. So unpopular opinion for NBA. It's probably not unpopular, and it's hurting my heart to say it, but I'll keep it funky. No injuries. The Warriors are going to go back to back. 
they're going back to back. But not being biased, the Celtics would be right on their butt. The Celtics would be right there. And the Bucks again with Middleton back. They'll be right there. And Boom and Dozer is his name. Sorry if I messed that up. He's a great coach over there. He's a great coach. He's from the Pop Tree also. Great, great coach. So yeah. And another one, the Spurs will be the laughing stock of the league. Pop flat out said it. Don't no, don't bet on us this year. They were building. They brought back Brett Brown to be an assistant. You know, Pop there also. So I'll be watching Pop last year. I don't know if this is last year. You might. I don't, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, Warriors are going to be right back there. Right back there. Steve Kerr, amazing job over there. Boxing with this Earl Spence. And Crawford fight coming up. Buzz gonna beat Spence. He is. He's gonna beat him. He's gonna beat him. And it might go the distance. It might. It might go the distance. It might. But so that's my unpopular opinions on the sports this year. One last topic, though, man. Just a reminder, because we get caught up in the matcha here. We get caught up into day, day and age and everything's the, the new millennium is, is moving. And it's a lot of ways to make money, man. A lot of people can be their own boss in a heartbeat. So I just want to remind people, originality isn't dead. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five. There's nothing wrong with your body. You don't have to get it done. There's nothing wrong with being different. There's nothing wrong with being an outsider. There's nothing wrong with it. Just a reminder. There's literally nothing wrong with it. I promise you it isn't. Know your lane and stay in it. Honestly, I've been told this too. You'd be more respected if you stay in your lane. You try to be something you're not trying to fit in. You know, I've been told that. You know, people, I've been told by guys and women. They respect it because I they, they, I stay in my lane. They know I know my lane and I stay in it. Now I'm not saying follow my philosophy, but it's just a prime example of that. Like you can believe in that, just believe in it and believe in yourself. It's not it's not un, it's unpopular, but it's not unnormalized. Unnormalized, like it's really not a bad thing to follow, man. It really isn't. It's really key to life. And um. There's nothing wrong with putting your phone down for a while, sitting on social media. You know, that stuff is so fake. There's nothing on there but the good stuff. Nobody sees the... Nobody posts their episode, depressions and all that. Nobody episode, and nobody posts their moments, so to say. So, they post the good stuff, as they're supposed to, I guess. So, stay original. There's nothing wrong with your face. There's nothing wrong with your body. Stuff around with you. You're good. That's my unpopular opinion, man. Uh, especially like back to the nine to five thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, I will say how I am. I'll speak for me. I'll be careful. I'm gonna speak for me. I don't, I, I, I do not want to be at a company for 30 plus years. I am a firm believer in making your own way in your own business and having your own money, making your own money because a job isn't reliable. A job is guaranteed, but it isn't reliable. You get a, it's guaranteed you get a paycheck weekly, every two weeks. No, it's security. But you don't, you're not free. You don't have any freedom. 
and and I think the freedom is worth all that to me. It's worth a million dollars to me. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with a nine to five, though. It's nothing. I'm just a firm again. I'm a firm believer in letting it fund your passion, your business, stuff like that. You know, go for what you know. Whatever makes your heart warm, whatever you just can't stop thinking about and talking about, please do. Please go for it. We only get to do this thing called life once, man. So, I'm out y'all here now, man. It's been 48 minutes, the first episode of Just My Take, and it is literally that, man. Just my take. You know? So, don't take it or take it. I appreciate y'all, man. If you made it this end, to the end, we'll be back for more. It's going to be another episode, another episode, another episode. I won't ever stop. So, again, man, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all to the max. See you next time. I'm out.